0: Welcome back to the Redline Podcast. Today, I am joined by Justin Reese for another edition of the Mass Effect Player Spotlight. I even put the shirt up there. Shout out to Coach Barry for the shirt. I see you got yours on there, too. Yeah. So, I'm excited to get another one. First lineman on the show here. But first, before we get into that, I want you to try to introduce yourself. Uh, tell, tell me and the listeners a little about you.
1: Um, Justin Reese. I'm 29. Lived in Fall River. Uh, went to Durfee High School. Uh, graduated in 2009 played semi-pro been playing semi-pro for like 11 12 years this is my third team in arena um i played for the new england cavalry two years ago and last year i played for the new england bobcats they those teams both folded they're not around no more and so um now i'm with the mass effect
0: so now durfee being in fall river now being on the effect out of fall river i mean how cool is that for you
1: uh, it's awesome. Like last year, we played two home games at Driscoll Arena for Arena. for, for arena. And if you asked me after I graduated high school if I ever would have the opportunity to play in Fall River with two arena, with arena team and a semi-pro team, I would have said, you're crazy. And so once I found out that there was a semi-pro team and arena team coming, I had to, as a person that still lives in Fall River and has, I have two kids that are in forward too. So it's like something I had to be a part of.
0: And being a lineman now, I mean, you said you played for the Bobcats. Was that an arena team or a semi-pro? No, it was arena oh, team. Arena. So you played for the arena teams and a semi-pro team. I mean, if I'm not mistaken for the arena teams, there's only three linemen.
1: Yeah. There's a center. Right? So- there's two, two left. It's like, tackles or gods, whatever you want to call them um the tackles and gods have to be eligible one has to lift their hand but they can go off of passes so it's kind of like like the center's just the center that's what i do i snap the quarterback the ball like i can't go nowhere but like uh the guy on the left and right of me they can go run routes if that's what the play call is
0: and so does that kind of change up like the playing traditional football now into the uh arena game does that kind of switch up the blocking schemes? Or it's got to, right? Only having yeah. three. It's faster. Yeah. It's,
1: it's so much faster. Like, you watch NFL on TV and you see the quarterbacks drop back. They got all this – like, some of them got all this time in the world. And arena It's snap the ball, get the ball out your hands in a second. Because the linemen are bigger and faster. And the, the arena – the field is not 100 yards. It's not a traditional football field where it's 100 yards going one way and whatever the sides. It's like – has to be like seventy-five yards, maybe fifty. Yeah. So it's it's smaller. So the room for running slants and running routes where the linebackers are, it's pinpoint accuracy. You have to, you have to get the ball there, or either you're gonna get killed, your receiver's gonna get killed, or you're gonna throw a pick. It's 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 no room for error, zero room for error.
0: And so now that with the only three linemen, if one of those guys on the left or the right, he goes over for a pass, does that leave you with more double teams?
1: Um, um, hopefully the the running backs there, but if not, the reason why they called that play was because that end is not going to get to the quarterback or that they're doing something to occupy that defensive end. That's going to come in.
0: And like, so you played for the semi pro in the reason I saw in the article that one of your teams did really well. If you went to the, uh, championship game against the Detroit team.
1: Yeah, I played, yeah, I. Taunton Gladiators, that was like two years ago. That was a semi-pro team out in um, Taunton. Um, yeah, we went undefeated 13-0, and and then we went down to Florida. But um, I only played one year on that team. That Taunton Gladiators team has been winning championships for years before I was even there. Like, they have like three or four consecutive championships and the EFL, which is no more. They folded last year. Mm-hmm. So now we have the NEFL, which is like a whole bunch of teams all on the north side of of uh the state so were you with the arena team last year i was with the bobcats last year
0: and they and they folded so is that kind of brought you to try out for the effect
1: um so i'm i'm with the effect because of coach barry with of daryl and doug they're really close to me uh daryl is like a brother to me and doug is like a father father figure to me Um, they know that I was trying to walk away from football because of my like, I want to worry about my kids now. Um, I'm about to be 30. I got two kids. Football's great and everything, but waking up the next morning after playing a game is rough. It feels like I was in a fight. I was in a car accident. Like, it's just taking a toll on my body. And I realized that I've taken a lot of time out of my personal life to play this sport. And I love the sport. Don't get me wrong, but I also love other things besides playing football
0: right it's like it, it is a painful sport you're gonna get hurt playing it yeah it's got, kind of got to embrace so the other players i've talked to they kind of mentioned that there's this family atmosphere this family connection in the team and i mean you must especially feel like you said your connection with coach the coaches yep. You feel like yep. everyone's welcome is what it seems and that will you think that's going to benefit you guys down the road
1: oh yeah uh, we, have, we have a group chat and we have all these guys commenting about how everybody misses each other And they want to get together whenever this uh, quarantine is over with. And that's big because a lot of the guys are not from Far River. Like, we have, I think, two or three guys from New Jersey. And that's a a nice little troop to come down to Massachusetts. And then the other guys are from, like, up north. Like, I'm not, like, I think Fathers is, like, New Hampshire. I could be wrong, but I know not a lot of guys live in the Far River area. I know there's me, Mike, Tim Ponce, Scott DaCosta. John DeCosta, we all live in Fall River and Tiverton, So going to, like, practice is easy for us. So it's huge that other guys are showing that they're still interested in playing because they, they could have said, no, we don't want to play and just fold it up shop.
0: Right. And have you been, how have you been staying loose and ready for the season during this whole quarantine thing?
1: Man, my son, my son Benjamin is five years old. He wants to play football. And all the time I see him, I'm in the backyard playing flag or we're doing push-ups or I'm snapping him the ball and I'm running routes and he's trying to throw me the ball. So I'm that's the best I'm staying active. I'm a gym guy. I'm a gym rat. I love the gym and it sucks that all the gyms are closed at the moment. Right. I was re- I was really looking forward to the season because it's like the first true arena team that Fall River can call its own. That Bobcat's team was not created in Fall River. It was created out like somewhere in the West West side of the state and like I don't know where it was but It was a it was a travel to go practice. It was like a good hour and a half travel to go up there and drive.
0: And so you said you played at Driscoll Arena with the Bobcats. And now the effect, that's what the effect call home. Mm -hmm. Uh, what does that place get like on game days?
1: Um, it's loud, it's very loud. Um it's a small, it's a small place. It's it's usually meant for high school hockey. So when I last year with the Bobcats, I was skeptical about it because I was like, oh, it's not big enough. But then we played two games with no problems in it besides like the kickoff, but that's really nobody can, nobody has an NFL leg in this league. so right. yeah, so like not it was it was simple. It's simple and easy, but it's the crowd being, being playing at Driscoll and looking in the crowd and seeing people that I know, not even like family members wise like that I grew up with and watch them watching them watch me do something for the city is kind of like surreal, you know, makes it feel special.
0: Right, so be, being a Far River guy, you must recognize a lot of those faces in the crowd, and it must be pretty cool mm-hmm. to look up and see that. Yeah. And have you, have you been able to stay in touch with any of the linemen or anything, like get some blocking drills in or anything over the quarantine?
1: Uh, yeah, well, uh, we talk to each other, but um, a lot of uh, – one of our linemen lives in Worcester, and the other guy, uh, Mike, he lives in Far River, but he runs a program – in Swansea and that takes a majority of his his time. And so it's kind of hard at the moment to get things going with the quarantine because we have to like pretty much travel to places that nobody knows where we're at and without the police knowing and stuff like that. But when, if this quarantine was over and this, this coronavirus never happened, it would probably be like good five, six games into our season right now. You know what I mean? So, um, we try our hardest, but with this whole social distancing stuff, we kind of, like, just take the social media.
0: Right. It's di- it's difficult. you got to kind of do everything remote now, like, over computers or phones. You really can't get that working. And it's kind of, it makes it harder on you guys, because you guys only got three practices together before it was shut down. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I don't look at it like that because a lot of the guys on the team, besides the new guys, we've all played together. We've all either played on the cavalry together or the Bobcats together. So it's more like a family reunion than more of a team coming together for the first time.
0: Right. That kind of leads me into my next question. I was gonna ask, did you guys did you know any of the players before the tryouts?
1: Oh yeah, I know, yeah, all, yeah, I know every single one of them. Once I heard the once the berries asked me to come play, I hit up people. And they were like, oh, I was already, I was already thinking about it and stuff like that. So, like arena, it's more like there's arena. Like I want to play arena, but playing arena also opens up the recruiting for the semi pro league because a lot mm-hmm. of the guys on the team we play against during the season, and that's why we're all familiar with each other and we all know who we are. Besides, like um, the couple of new guys.
0: So could you double up and play arena, and then uh, in the spring and summer, and then? Semi pro in the fall.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could. Um I did it the last three years and honestly I wish I kept better shape of my body those last two years because I've <laughs> also played flag football on Sundays and I travel for flag. So I play football pretty much year round. And and I without no breaks, no stopping. Like it's semi pro and flag and it's arena and flag and then it's flag and then it's back to my pad stuff.
0: And you're still doing the the weight room and all that too. Yeah, yeah. With that's work, cool. with
1: work on top of that, I also do construction.
0: Oh, you do construction too, right? Yeah, so that's busy. You're always staying active. That's a good thing, keeping you out yeah. of trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, what are you looking forward to most this season with the
1: effect? I was looking to bring a championship to Fall River. Like, I'm not, I'm not shooting for the stars. It's just. The co- I have faith in the coaching staff. I have faith in the front office, and I have faith in every single player. And that's just not me saying this because I'm on a podcast. That's how I truly feel. Um, Jordan, Jordan was just here. He's one of the co- he's the offensive coordinator. He was just here. We were, he was trying to stick it out until we talked because he wanted to come on for a little bit, but he had to leave to go do something.
0: Jordan, uh, the the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Coach. Yeah, I'd be happy to get him on a podcast too. You can yeah, like, no refer problem. him over.
1: Yeah, we'll send him. But he—he he literally like he walked out, and then you called me, and that's how like crazy it was. So,
0: so the, when you saw the schedule, did you see a game that you kind of like? Oh, I can't wait to play this one because you knew some of the other players in the team, or just a lot of the players I talked to said they were excited to travel.
1: Um. Yeah. Um... Um... My biggest team that I always have circled on the schedule, even though they're not really on the schedule, is the Rich uh, Richmond Rough Riders, which is, like, the big dog of, like, the arena that we play in. They have they get all the top talent, D1, D1 AA players. They have Noel Devine on the team now. If you don't know – if people don't know who he is, he played for West Virginia years ago, and he was nasty. And – they play in a Coliseum. It's huge. It looks like you play yeah, in, in Dallas. Like They have a big jumbotron in the middle of the field. And um, if you look, it's on YouTube. It's uh, New England Cavalry versus the Richmond Rough Riders. We got blown out, but it wasn't for the lack of effort. It was for just that we were pretty much throwing the fire, lack of coaching, and lack of knowing what to do because it was a first-year team playing our, like, our first game against a, like the biggest team in the country.
0: And they fill that that big old stadium.
1: Yeah, they fill. It was it, it was a good amount of people there. Um, it's arena is so cool because during timeouts the fans talk to you, and I've had conversations with a whole bunch of fans, and it wasn't negativity. It was it was like positive stuff. Like I got offered beers, I got offered stuff after <laughs> the game. Like I, I signed autographs, I took pictures with kids. It's I gave I gave my football gloves to a couple of kids one year. Like it's just it's giving back. Like, it's not – like, some people play this to, to go to another level, and with the berries, they can do that with the film. But I, with my age and my situation in my life, it's more of giving back. It's more of seeing the kids happy to kind right. of see a professional football player, you know what I mean, and to and know that we are normal human beings, you know?
0: And what better way to give back than to give it back into the community you were raised in?
1: Yeah. And what are your personal goals for this upcoming season? Um, or stay healthy. Start every game as a center. I'll be a captain, be a leader. I'm at that stage of my career where I'm not the new guy on the block. I'm not the, the new pup in the yard. Um, I'm the big dog in the yard. Like that's that's my mentality when I play. Right. Uh, uh, if you ever go to a practice and there's and the O line and D line are yelling at each other, it's usually me in the middle yelling and. I'm doing that because I know my ability and talent, and I know the guys on my team' abilities and talents. And if I feel like you're half-assing it, if I feel like you're not doing what I know you can do, then you're going to hear it from me. It's either I'm going to, I want you to kick my ass or I'm going to kick your ass. That's how my D-line and O-line work.
0: And you're obviously a guy who has experience in the arena game, so you know how physical it gets.
1: Yeah, it, it, listen, I played that Richmond Rough Rider game the next day, I couldn't move my body. I I don't even know. I don't even remember how I even got back onto the bus. I even got home like I was just like my neck was stiff. Like I felt like I got into like a 16 car crash and my car flipped a thousand times. Like it was just rough.
0: And what people don't really realize about the arena guys is a lot of them have the second jobs. Like you yeah. do construction, so you play this Virginia game, and that'd be on a Saturday or something. You go travel all night on Saturday, get back Sunday. You're back to work on Monday. Yeah, Monday morning. Yeah. Yep. Monday-
1: I've had that. I've had those drives where I've called in and I have to be somewhere like two hours away at six o'clock in the morning. So I got to wake up at like three, 3 thirty, four, and and head there. And a lot of people don't understand that. They just see a whole bunch of dudes playing football and they just think we're a bunch of losers that went no jobs, but it's a working man's league and semi-pro right. and an arena. You go, you go against working dudes, but you also go against dudes that get paid thousands of dollars just to play that game. Like the Richmond game, those dudes get paid thousands of dollars. Some of them get relocated from where they live for the for however long the season is, and they get paid to do it. So a lot of people have their comments and whatever, but they don't really know that Monday morning I'm going back to work after I just played.
0: And tell me a little bit about the time management. Obviously, like you said, you have kids and you have work and with, with, practices and games. I mean, how difficult is it to manage the time?
1: Um, um, Benjamin go, my son goes to my games, wherever I go, unless if it's far away, if it's far away and um, I, his mother doesn't want to go, or my mom doesn't want to go on the trip, then he can't go with me, but he's usually there wherever I go. Uh, my, jo- my daughter, Jalen is two. She's a little too young to be there because she's, She's just realizing what things are now, so everything's, like, so amazing to her. So it's kind of hard for her to sit there and know what's going on. But my son Benjamin, if you go to the semi-pro games and the arena games, he's usually on the bench with me. He Like, he's, like, like he's, like, a teammate. He, like, he's literally right there. Like, everybody on my team knows who he is. He's – that's – like, if you see him, you see me. Like, that's that's so well, how my time is.
0: So as you said, he wants to play football, so this must be amazing to him, seeing yeah. his dad go and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why and, I still play. Right, and um, so, so what I said, a lot of the receivers and running backs I've talked to, they've said that spacing is a lot different in the arena game. Is that much so true for the linemen with the three? I know it's three, the, opposed to the the five down linemen or this. Uh, but does that make a big difference to you guys? Um,
1: yeah, it does. Um, because one of the backers has to blitz. Really, he has, show, he has to show, he's blitzing and he has to go. So now I have a big guy, like I'm 6'2", 275 when I play. Like I'm not a, I'm not a big guy. So the guy I go against, I'm usually giving up 3 to 4 inches and probably like 80 pounds. So like I'm, I'm at a slight disadvantage, but I have a running back in the back that's supposed to be, that's supposed to pick up the, the other blitzing guy. So it's more, I'm not, it's more, of trusting my players trusting my teammates on the left and right and behind me then more of the spacing because i know i can block whoever and right. i know the on the left of me can block whoever and i know the guy on the right of me can block whoever and i know my running back can cut whoever like that's just how i feel i have real great confidence in my teammates so it's not i don't care about this like the space the the numbers is for the coaches like I don't deal with the numbers. I deal with you give me the play, and I'm gonna we're gonna execute it.
0: You just follow your assignment. you don't worry about the rest of
1: it. No, I don't. And so if when when one
0: of the linebackers is showing, can they like reverse field and then blitz that way or do they gotta blitz the gap they're showing?
1: I haven't seen it, but real, it's so fast that I really don't know, but if I do see it, I do make a comment to the coaches and they'll tell me, but I think it's you show you go like you show where you go and then you could just go. but I could be wrong. so. Don't quote me, you
0: know. No, yeah. And the aside from the spacing and all that, what like are there any big diff other big differences about the arena game than traditional football? Uh,
1: yeah, there's a wall. Yeah, with well, the wall. Yeah, there's a wall. It's always in play. If you catch the ball and you go out of bounds and you still catch the ball, it's a touchdown. Listen, I've played in a whole bunch of games where I've seen a guy get burnt and he caught the ball. Actually, he dropped the ball. He went over the fence. He went over the wall, but he came up with it, and nobody saw if he caught it or not. And he called it a touchdown. So the wall is huge. Like you can hit people off the wall. If the ball hits the wall, it's still in play. Like that's a big thing about arena is just the wall. Like it's a the wall. turf's
0: a little bit different too, isn't it? Kind of like an Astro yeah. turf type yeah, of that thing. Old,
1: that old school Astro turf underneath. It's probably concrete, so it's kind of like a really hard rug.
0: Right, because they just go over the old ice. That well, they melt the ice, but then yeah. they would just go over what yeah. the ice was over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they. I'm excited to get to more games this season and see what the te- the has got. And like, like you said, I didn't know a lot of them knew each other. A lot of you guys knew each other.
1: Yeah, a lot. A good like probably I gotta say, not even lying, 80, 85 percent of the team know each other. Sprinkled there with the new guys, and I. And it sucks because. I don't know the new guys at all. Like, I know, like, some of them play semi-pro in the league, but I don't, like, physically know them. And they're my teammates, and it sucks because right now would be in the middle of our season where we would have the team caroteries and we'd be going out and after the games and stuff, and it just takes out of that because there's a lot of guys on the team that I want to get to know, like the New Jersey guys. I know you just did Connor. Connor, you just Yeah, I had know. Connor and Arcel already, Yeah, Yeah, I want Connor. I want, like, the guys that I don't know nothing about, that's the people who I want to know about.
0: Yeah, I've had Connor Arcel and Brandon so far and all of them they had past experience playing football but uh, Connor hadn't played in the arena yet.
1: Yeah, Connor no, Connor's been I think, I think he went to high school then started playing in arena. He's one of those uh play the semi pro but he's one of those uh yes men. Like yes coach, like I'll do this, I'll do whatever, like and and that's why I like about him. That's why I want to get to know him. He's a quiet mouth. Um he's blitzed a couple of times and he's he's rung my bell cuz I You know, he's, he's wrung it. So I made me open my eyes to him. Like,
0: right. And to wrap it up here, I mean, when this is all like, do you think when you guys are able to hit the field again, not being able to know these newer guys, do you think that brings any kind of disadvantage to the
1: team? No, I don't think so. Like I said, I think um, the veterans might be, are probably going to be the starters. Um, I think defense is going to be good. I think the defense is going to be really good with that, with the front, with the front, with the D line and the linebackers. Um, I think the second day is going to be good too. My biggest question mark is um, the receiving core and the quarterbacks just because I don't know, I don't know them. You know, I've never really seen them do their thing. I've played against uh, John uh, Mercer, who's the quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, quarterback for the Bobcats when he played on the. Uh, he was the quarterback for the Bearcats in New Jersey while I was on the Bobcats, and he shredded us. He kept him in the game. Like we were gonna blow him out and he did a couple plays where he kept him in the game. So knowing that, you know, I just I just wanna see what, what the offense can do. It's it sucks because it's defense and defense offense, it's our guys against each other. So nobody's really trying to like really go at their necks. But right. I know in I know in the game, I I have a feeling that our our receivers are gonna go at people's necks. We they're tall like some of them are tall, they're all athletic, they can jump like so that's my biggest question mark is I just want to see the offense against a real defense. Now, I'm not saying my – don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the defense ain't a real defense. I just want to see us score against another team's defense.
0: Right, actually going 100%. I mean, in practice, yeah. you don't want to hurt each other. You guys just got out there, like I said, three practices and before the, the mini camps and the tryouts. So you didn't want to risk anyone getting hurt. The season was yep. coming by. It was a quick turnaround from the tryouts. You guys only had a couple weeks to practice before hopping into the – the games yeah. so it makes sense 100 percent that you didn't really get to see it yet and nobody really has but that's what everyone's kind of been the answer so far is that they're not really worried about this whole quarantine uh, affecting any chemistry no
1: i, no. I- we have all these group chats and everybody's talking and stuff like that so dudes seem like i said do seem in- interested there's been a couple of mass effect uh home workout videos that guys have been doing and i've seen- found those on social media yeah so like the team the team's in shape and stuff like the team's getting in shape and everything um so yeah I'm not really I'm not like I'm not saying I'm worried but when we stop playing then if we have this conversation again I'll probably tell you a couple of things I'm worried about but as of right now I'm I'm just waiting to play that's it
0: and that's what everyone's kind of just waiting to get back to normal normality here right mm-hmm so thank you so much for joining me, Justin. It was a great conversation. Great to get to know you. And uh, I'm loving these player spotlights. I'm having a lot of fun with them. But thank you so much for joining me.
1: No problem, man. I, I, if you want to do more, just let me know. I'll be glad to come back on.
0: Absolutely, I will. All
1: right, thank you. Have a good night. Thank you, you.
0: You too. Bye.